You are listening to the There Is More podcast with Sean and Simone Bracken, available on all streaming platforms with new episodes every Monday morning. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of There Is More. In this episode today, we are talking about owning your greatness. We're talking about how do you develop you? How do you discover the gifts in you and and stop comparing yourself and trying to be like everyone else because you'll never own your greatness if you're trying to do that. There's a lot of value in this episode today. We're excited to, to dive in and start talking about owning your greatness. Advice is actually somebody giving you their lens of what works for them. So when you gain advice, you're actually adding more vices to yourself. And in the end, you're trapped to the vices of other people's opinions, other people's ways, other people's thoughts, other people's thinking. And you're not actually operating out of your truest self. You are locked down by advice. So you can't operate out of freedom. Some vices are good, like cling to hope, cling to faith, cling to these good things. But for direction, I believe the only true voice you should listen to is the one that created you. See what happens in the presence of greatness When somebody is in the presence of greatness, they usually dull their shine because they get into comparison. And, And then they start asking questions, but they're operating out of a spirit of what? Comparison. So they're actually not really growing because they're comparing And now asking somebody that's greater than them in an arena they're trying to get better than. They actually aren't in a growth mentality coming to ask their questions. They're in a spirit of comparison, asking questions. So they're operating externally and their analytical mind takes over. And now what happens? You become hindered by comparison instead of inspired by growth. The key is when you are in the the presence of greatness is to not compare and get into your analytical, judgmental, discouraging mindset, but get into inspiration, be inspired. Because what is inspiration? It's internal. Comparison is external. You're looking at somebody greater than yourself and comparing your talent versus their talent. Even if you come and ask them questions, hey, how do I do this? How do I do this? You're operating from an external voice of comparison, which isn't going to lead you to any more greatness because you're going to externalize it and try to do their technique. You're actually mirroring them. Instead of being inspired, you're putting, you're putting something inside of me to now mirror me to make me greater. And, and that's what you have to look out for. 
Am I in a growth mindset or am I in a comparison mindset? Well, cause we're talking about owning your greatness. That's what we're talking about in this episode is owning your greatness. And you know, you can't own your greatness if you're trying to own somebody else's greatness because your greatness is your greatness. And how, you know, a lot of us are looking to figure out our greatness by looking at other people that are great. And it's good to look at people that are great, that have done great things because it should inspire you, but you're absolutely, you're, you're right. What happens is, is we get into a comparison mode and then we try to become great by comparing instead of becoming great by, you know, looking at, okay, what were maybe some of the, what were some of the, the, the steps or foundational things that they did, right? Not, not trying to be like them, right? But what, what were some of the things that they did that, that got them to that level? Are any of those steps going to work for me instead of just automatically going, okay, well, I need to do that because that's what we do a lot of times when we see greatness. Okay. Well, they did that. No, I need to do that. Well, you don't even know if that's going to work for you. That could actually hinder you from becoming great instead of, you know, helping you really become great and own your greatness. And so you'll never own your greatness if you're trying to own somebody else's greatness. So success leaves clues, leaves clues. Like you said, there is foundational things in every person that can give you a clue about your ultimate destiny. But the moment you compare and try to go in their lane and to become them is the moment you lose your ultimate power, your ultimate gift, because you're giving up your gift your style, your communication, your, your business to now operate like they operate. See, I was recently in a conversation that brought about this episode actually with a friend that struggles in their golf game when they're around great people, but shines when they're not, when there's worse golfers around them. But once they get around great golfers, they feel what disempowered. So I was trying to help him connect the dots between that feeling. Why do you play so much better when you're around people that are worse than you? And you play so much worse when you're around people that are better than you. Because ultimately I helped him see that he was operating out of a comparison mindset because when you're around great people, it's easy to feel insecure. It's easy to feel less than it's easy to devalue yourself because you're not as good as them. The reason why they're where they're at is because they put 10,000 hours into this. If you want to be great at something, put 10,000 hours into something and you'll master the game. You'll master anything in life, whatever you're doing. Don't give up before you hit your 10,000 hour mark. So don't compare. Be in ultimate growth mode. If you only have a thousand hours into this and this guy has 20,000 hours and you start comparing yourself, you're an idiot because they have way more hours. Yeah. The key is to keep going to be great at something is to put more hours into it. Really. If you want to master a craft, 
put 10,000 hours. Do the due diligence of putting in the work. You can't negate the fact that the work matters. Mm -hmm. Putting in the effort matters, right? But back to the story. So I helped him see that you are operating out of comparison. So when you're around people that are less than, you're better. So what, what is your emotion? I'm better. I'm better. <laughs> I'm better. Because you're judging it based on... You're judging it based on your circumstances. So you want people that are worse than you, so you're better. And what's going to happen? You're going to play better golf because you're thinking better. Mm -hmm. You're thinking better. But you will never grow because you're not putting greatness around you. So the key is now to have that same mindset when you're around great golfers or great people, people that have way more than you, way more skills, way more influence, way more things in life, way more wisdom to give you. The key is to feel that emotion you feel around people that are worse. See, for me, it's opposite. When I'm around people that aren't good golfers, I don't really challenge myself to be, to be better. I just kind of have fun. But when I'm around people that are extremely better than me, I switch my brain into thinking I'm in growth mode. I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm better. I'm better. I'm better. I'm better. I'm better. I'm better. And I am actually better because I'm putting myself in situations to make me better. But if it completely paralyzes you, you'll never be better until you dissect that emotion of why do I feel this ultimate fear in comparison when I'm around very, very affluent people? What is that? And, and ultimately that might not ever go away and it shouldn't because that's what gets you to other, another level is by being around people that are better than you. So you don't want that feeling to go away, but you have to learn how to master that feeling and how you master that feeling is by normalizing it that, yeah, these people are better. But I'm in the room. I'm on the course with these people right now. I am blessed. I'm thankful. It inspires me to develop the things inside of me to be better, not paralyzes me and makes me insecure and shuts me off. It inspires me and empowers me. It makes me feel alive. You know, that, that nagging fear, that, that, that voice is an indicator you're doing something outside yourself greater than yourself. So if you never put yourself in those situations because you don't like the feeling, then you're never going to grow. But you have to learn how to conquer that feeling by becoming grateful for the moment, being present in the moment, not being occupied and paralyzed by fear to make you out of your mind because there's so much better people around you that you can't even be you.
Greatness should put something in you to empower you, not to be them, right? You know, I, I play golf with guys that are six foot two, six foot five, and they have beautiful swings. If I go to them and say, hey, I want your swing, I'm an idiot because I'm not six foot five. <laughs> I'll never have their swing. That's okay. I'll never be able to hit the ball as far as them. So if I judge my swing and my frame on them, I'll never be better. But how God designed me, if I look at my swing and I master my swing and I look at them and say, man, your swing inspires me to swing better. That's growth. So the moral of the story is that I helped him see that he has the wrong emotion when he's around great people. When you're around great people, do not succumb to fear. Do not give in to fear. You're going to feel it, but master it. How you master it is by being present that it's there, being aware that it's there. And by saying, thank you, thank you for this, because I'm growing. Thank you that you're revealing a weakness inside of me that needs to be developed because to get to greatness, you have to hang out with greatness and to feel great. You have to feel great. You can't get to greatness being paralyzed by greatness. You have to feel it already inside of you. Even if you're not where you want to be, you have to feel greatness. How you feel greatness is by speaking to yourself in a great way. I'm growing. I'm growing. I'm putting in the effort. I'm putting in the work. Do not be paralyzed by greatness. Be inspired by it. And, you know, I really can see how that translates, you know, everything that you were saying, how it translates into every area of our life, to our, our marriages, to our parenting, to our businesses, right, to the goals that we have. It all translates, you know, the opportunity to compare, to uh, succumb, to insecurity, become paralyzed, like you're talking about, that opportunity is there every day. You know, we live in a world where we're constantly, we're on social media, we're listening to YouTube videos. It's like everyone seems to be ahead of us. Everyone seems to be, you know, better in something. And if you are constantly looking at other people in their lanes, like you talked about, you're going to become, you're going to become paralyzed by the thoughts of what you're not, instead of becoming empowered by the thoughts of who you are, of who God has created you to be, of, of what your lane looks like, of what your greatness looks like. Like you said, you're not 6'5", you're Sean, you're, you're your frame, you know. I don't live in the house that Susie, whoever on Instagram lives in the house in, or I don't, you know, it's whatever. Like there's constantly that, that opportunity for comparison. But you, you were, like everything you said, I hope you guys really go back and listen because there was so much depth and so much wisdom in everything you were just saying. But I have to master I have to master my greatness. I have to master my moment. I have to master 
my family. I have to master my opportunities. I have to master the the tools and the, you know, the things that are inside of me in order to be great, to be great as a mother, to be great as a wife. I have to learn to love who's God created me to be. And yeah, I can look at some of the foundational things like you talked about and look at some of that and go, okay, you know, that, that helps in having a, a healthy marriage that helps in being a great parent. But the end of the day, I'm only going to be great in my lane by mastering me. And it's easy to look at gifts that somebody mastered and say, man, how did they do that? I want that. But at the same time, you have gifts inside of you that that person mastered that you've mastered. And they look at you and say, man, I want that. And then we get in this big old spider web trap of comparison because I look at your gift, you look at mine. <laughs> I look at your gift, you look at mine, you want my gift. But ultimately, we all have different gifts. We all put in time and effort into different things. So the key is to be inspired, but not become somebody else. Right. Just like, you know, I go to certain people for business advice. I would not go to them for marriage advice because they haven't mastered marriage. They mastered business. So I go to them for business, business advice, but marriage advice, they got that wrong. I won't go to them, but ultimately we look at these people and we think they're the greatest people on earth because they mastered one thing. And then we start to hang out with them and see that they didn't master everything. And the things that you look like are small, but you mastered is actually a gift to the world that needs to be revealed. But you're so busy looking at everyone else's gift that you think your gift is small. The key is to enlarge your gift and to focus and be grateful of your gift. So then you can help people develop their gift by doing your gift and being amazingly great in your gift. It helps develop other people, but by looking at other people's gifts and wanting their gifts, that gifts already developed. God needs you to develop you. So by looking at them, developing their gift should inspire you to look at you and say, what is mine? Yeah. Instead of, I want yours. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And mm -hmm. we go to these people for advice to become them. <laughs> and you go to them with the mindset of comparing yourself to them. Like, Ooh, I want to be where they're at. I want advice from them. And they give you their perspective and, and all the tools and everything they have done to get to where they're at. And you go start applying all those tools. And what happens? It makes you feel awkward. Just like a golf swing. Right? Golf and life after playing golf for three <laughs> years has really helped me. Like they, they actually correlate really well, golf and life. And if I go out and get taught how to swing like the six foot five guys swing is and I start applying it to my swing and doing their technique changed my whole game. What's going to happen? 
I'm going to score worse. I'm going to play worse because their frame is different from mine. Their gifts, their muscles, the way they can contort their body is so much different than mine that if I try to apply their swing, I'm going to what? Be paralyzed by what? Their advice. See, when you go to people, be careful of advice because too much advice is adding vices to you to what? To make you paralyzed. It will paralyze you if you get too much advice because now you're not free to be authentically you. You're changing from the advice that's ultimately going to suppress what I was created for and how my body moves. So I, I don't want advice. I want wisdom. I want inspiration. I want ultimately to swing my swing, but better. Don't look at people and ask for advice because they're going to give you their perspective and their opinions on how it worked for them. But how it worked for them is not going to be how it works for you because you have a different way of thinking, a different way of being, a different way of feeling, a different way of swinging. You have a different way of what makes you feel fulfilled. Everyone has a different tank. Everyone has a different destiny. And the moment we realize that and we hone in and really focus on developing ourself, our truest self, and now going to people and asking for wisdom to develop me better, not to instill your advice to me, to change me, but to look at me and say, man, you, you have a swing. You have, you have a great destiny. You have this gift. Let's develop your gift. See, so many leaders don't want to inspire. They want to suppress because ultimately they're insecure and they want the credit that you became their minion a replicated version of something you were never intended to be. A lot of leaders are leading from the impression of opinions. It's their opinion. Now you apply their opinion and now you are actually suppressed. A true leader will look at you and say, man, you have a true gift. Don't be me. Do not look at my gifts. Let's look at your gifts. Let's grow your gifts. Let's grow you to the maximum potential. That right there is hard to find. And that's not advice because they're not adding their vices to your life. They're inspiring you and giving you wisdom to be free to be authentically you. And that's, you know, the, the thing that you're talking about, about, you know, comparison and you're not like everyone else. Your marriage isn't like everyone else. Your family isn't like everyone else. Your children are not like everyone else. Like there's variables and your variables 
are completely different than somebody else's variables. And that's why, you know, what you said about how it's like, you can take wisdom, but at the end of the day, your life is your life. It's not their life. And so it's not going to look like their life. It's going to look like your life, but great. And one of the things I kept hearing over and over again, as you were talking is that, and I think you mentioned this kind of at some point in here, but your greatness is developed as you're grateful. Your greatness is developed as you're grateful, as you're grateful for the gifts that are in you, as you're grateful for the children that you have, as you're grateful for the business that you have, as you're grateful for the spouse that you have, you're never going to develop greatness in any area of your life if you're not grateful for what you have, because you're going to constantly want what somebody else has and trying to go after what somebody else has gone after. You develop greatness in your garden by being grateful for what you have, for your gifts, for your life, for who you are. And that's ultimately how you own your greatness. And so that's going to do it for this episode today. I hope you guys got a tremendous amount of value. That's our desire every week is that we would bring you not cookie cutter information that you can go on Pinterest and search and get, you know, we want to challenge you. We want you to think, we want you to walk away going, what did Sean just say? Like, I need to rewind that about five times and go and re-listen to that. That's what we want. We want you guys ultimately to be developed and to grow. We're not trying to change you into being us. We're trying to pull out the greatness that's in you and inspire you to own who you are and the gifts and the life that God's given you. So uh, that's going to do it for today. If you don't follow us already, go follow us at Meet the Brackens on social. Leave us a review on iTunes, on the podcast app. Um, it means a lot. We're just excited to be growing our community, and we love you guys every week. It just like it's so awesome to get to show up and, um, and speak into your home, your car, wherever you're at. We love you, and we hope you guys have an amazing week this week. All right, guys. We'll see you next week.